Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. The Lone Star Play Podcast is produced by TexasRealFood.com, basically a website um, with a comprehensive directory of Texas businesses that are offering organic, all-natural, um, artisanal products. Um, it's also got recipes and videos and um, you know, just a lot of different resources, um, articles, blogs, um, you know, ju just a whole encompassing sort of environment, uh, all natural, you know, organic, healthy, good stuff for you. And it's all Texas. Okay. So texasrealfood.com. Uh, it's also where you can find uh, the podcast. You can go to texasrealfood.com slash podcast, or you can go to thelonestarplate.com and that will forward you there. Uh, you can also find the podcast on Apple, Spotify. Uh, you can even tell Alexa to play uh, the podcast. You can just say, hey, Alexa, play the Lone Star Plate podcast and she'll play the podcast. Uh, so yeah. And uh, on YouTube, because we're I'm looking, you know, we're also doing this on video. So check us out on YouTube. Go to the Texas Real Food YouTube channel. All right. We have a musical guest today. Very excited. Never met this guy, but super excited to meet him. He, uh, his name is Joe James. And he was actually uh, tried out for The Voice. And there's a cool video of him that The Voice released of him trying out. And uh, people had a lot of good things to say about him. Yeah. So we're going to talk to him about that. Uh, I was on season 17 and uh, talked to him about that experience and just going to talk to him about his music. Uh, he does like blues, basically. It's amazing. He's got a great song out right now. Uh, it's in the top 10 of iTunes blues music right now. So it's in the you know top 10. It's a great song. It's called Love Right Now. And look it up. It's amazing. You can check out his website, joejamesmusic.com. Look him up on social media, Joe James. So, um, all right. So... Uh, let's get Joe in here and, you know, talk about his music and talk about everything he's doing. Very excited to have him on. Uh, and he might even play a couple tunes if we're lucky. So I got my glasses on. I'm ready to get all bluesy and uh, got my coffee. Let's do this, guys. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Look at this guy. Look at a rock star over here, <laughs> man. I was like so deep into my phone. I love it. I, I could tell if the, the screen was frozen. That's a good trick to play on people. Just like, know, right? like find, you just find a random pose and you just like, I, I do that to, you know, people on FaceTime. They'll just screw it. Awesome, them. man. Well, how are you? Thanks. Thank you for having me on this. Absolutely, dude. Um, you know, thanks for reaching out. Wanted to come on, man. Um, I'm so glad that I ran into your music, you know, I had never heard of your music before. And, you know, that, this is what I love about life in particular, but also even just what's happening right now um, yeah. with, with so many people getting out and doing all these different things. All of a sudden I'm turned on to all this new stuff um, and, you know, saw you on Ray Prim's, uh, you know, whatever he's got going on right Monday through Friday, a little little show yeah. that he presents local artists i guess that, that he likes and whatnot man and you got some amazing stuff dude i was like holy shit Thanks, how, how are you not on every radio in a you know in the world right now dude like it's Thank you, oh man. my god bro Thanks, and, I, it, I and then I, that, I saw that shit on um on the voice too i saw you you, you know your oh, cool, that you had on, on the voice um your song you know i saw i saw a video you did midnight dealing is that it Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah midnight dealing and then you got that song love right now which is yep. crushing on itunes it's an amazing yeah. song dude i i've been Thank singing you. that song in my head dude 
for days. Like, no shit. It just keeps that melody. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics because I'm real bad with lyrics, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you're one of those guys. I'm, I'm a guy on the radio. I hear a song on the radio. I, I don't, you know, where were you while we were eating pie? That's what I thought they sang in that Oasis <laughs> song forever. You know, I, I didn't know. Uh, so, same thing when I hear your song. I don't know what, I, I mean, I obviously love right now, but the, yeah. just the melody, dude, it is, bro. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that it's uh that it's catchy enough, you know? Oh, for sure. Um it's it resonates with a lot of people, I'm sure. What did you have you been writing that song a long time? Was that one of those songs that just came to you in five minutes? Were you writing it for months? Um, so that song in particular, because I'm I'm releasing a an an EP in June. Nice. And it'll have this song and the second single that's coming out May 15th, you'll have those on it. But um, this song in particular was one of those that like really quick, like fell out of the sky, you know, yeah. and it was, it's super <laughs> simple. Uh, musically, it's very simple, but that's what I wanted for this project in particular is to be um, very s simplistic music wise. And I, I didn't want, I didn't want to get too technical, which we can, we could get super funky, like Midnight Dylan had some, some cool things in it. But for this, I wanted people to feel it more than just hear it. So I wanted, oh, I, I, like I wanted that. like, a, yeah, man, I wanted like, a, I wanted them to, to feel um, the words and the passion behind, uh, behind the song. So that's every song on, on this new EP is, is that like, I was, I've been telling friends, I've never sat down uh, and listened to my own music and got like teary eyed, you know, wow. I got, wow. and, which is, which is weird for me. And I, and it, it has a lot to do with the, the, um, what, what the EP is about and yeah. what, what drove these, uh, what inspired this whole thing. So that's one of the reasons, but also you could feel that I meant everything yeah that i said you know and it was like that type of thing where yeah i i didn't sing it just to to be like oh man when everyone hears this, this yeah is yeah like, totally <laughs> like it was it was not like I, I, sure. I didn't give a shit what anyone thought i was like these are my emotions this is like this is how i'm feeling and like I, with that song just fell out of the sky like but there was some of them that that i worked a while uh on but this that one love right now was just one that those are the best wife. songs right that they just right, yeah yeah the ones that just together. happen man yeah um and she said these those specific words like you know we won't she she always says like when i die i don't want pe people that i never knew to be coming up to me and saying like you know oh i love chelsea so much and she was yeah. like like people should be showing the love they have for others like now, because we aren't going to need it when we're dead, you know, yeah. we're not going to need it when we're gone or not yeah. even dead, but like when we're out of your life, we won't need it anymore, you know? And so it's like, if you love somebody and you have that passion for someone, a friend or a family member or your significant other, like, like show it, show it every day, show it like, like it's the last day, you know, like live like it's every day, like it's your last day. Like we only have one life. Yeah. Like, that love or I like that I like that I've heard that before about people um you know sort of having that same sort of thought in the sense of like their funeral they don't want it to be like they want it to be a party right a celebration but I see what you're saying you know that that's what happens though man life life is 
sometimes we forget what right. life is actually about. And we get caught in the day-to-day routine. Well, I'll call them next week. I'll, 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 I'll respond this time. We'll go visit them next time. You know, this, that, and the other, and things get pushed yeah. back. And you're right. We don't, we don't, you know, look at the love right now and, and, you know, appreciate people in the moment. I think this is another occasion what's happening right now globally to make yeah. us stop. You know, the song couldn't be more appropriate, you know, in the climate right now. It, it, exactly that. Stop everything love right now you know yeah yeah exactly like you know get a facetime your grandma and grandpa or, you know your friend that you haven't talked to that you know were best friends in in high school growing up and you guys just you know lost track or time or just you know like sure. that type of thing it's like this is the perfect time it's almost like uh, the universe like set up a, a reset button for everybody like you know <laughs> yeah. get your Get your shit together. Get your priorities yeah, right. You know. Yeah. Uh, even though it's it completely sucks, especially for us musicians. Like, it's like it, it does suck. But it, it, I reflected. I started reflecting inward with with this whole thing. You know, like what can I do uh, to help? And 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 write writing songs from a different place now. Like, um, and it had. I I started my priorities shifted obviously and went more into the marketing and, and writing songs and releasing this music and I have a lot more time to focus on the, the release of, of this, uh, of the upcoming project. So yeah, that's a good thing because I mean, if I were playing a million gigs every night, I have the focus I do now. So it worked yeah. out for, yeah. for the, you know, I, 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 but I will, I will say, man, I, I I miss live shows. Good lord! <laughs> oh, I bet, dude. Uh, that energy, right? That live energy—you can't replace it. You just can't. Oh, not a chance. Not a chance. Uh, and I'm so appreciative and like thankful for um, the live stream thing that we're able to even do that, and sure. that people are, you know, they're they're watching and they're they're starting the the watch parties and they're tipping and like that's awesome man but really i just want to be there with them yeah you know trust I mean? me and they and they want you to be there and they want to be there watching you so yeah. you know what i mean it's like yeah and it's like yeah we're both feeling that same thing there's like there's total there's a con i'm glad there is a connection but there's also this little time this small little disconnect as well because you're like it's just you and a a, a ring light and a you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a, that's and, funny you know, yeah in the dark yeah. on the computer it's like it's you know it's it's weird and it's weird to get adapted to i mean i started when we first did it i did a live live stream with a full band before I had to stop you know that whole thing and it was just like i had to i was starting to forget about the ring light and the camera and just like build off the camaraderie of the of the musician. Yeah. You know? In the moment. Plus, yeah, totally. And then now it's just like me in there and I'm like, okay, <laughs> how, do, how, do we, how do we do this? But no, yeah. it's, it's working out, man. And uh, the support from everybody, especially the Austin community, like that's what, that's why I fell in love with, with Austin. When I, when I first came here, like the, the community is so cool, man. Like everyone's supportive. Everyone's great. And you know, and they they let you feel that that love you know even now like with the virtual it's all virtual like you could still feel it you know people yeah. tipping saying these things and talking to you um in the comments and whatever it's like it's cool i just can't wait to get back there 
the oh, yeah. vibe in, in a room yes. with yes. everyone, you know? You know, I, you know well, well, what do you think about this? Like, even though, let's say they, let's say they open the doors tomorrow. Let's say they just, right. you know, even though they, we both know they extended everything till May, what, May 8th or whatever. But let's just say, for instance, hypothetically, they opened everything back up. Do you really think people are going to be jumping like to get back into everything? Or do you think it's going to take a little bit of time for no. people to sort of, you I know. think it's going to take time. I think people are going to be super, um, cautious you can see it now you know yeah. um i think it's going to take a, a little bit before people gather in you know together in a, in a small room or venue or at a festival or whatever it may be i, I think it's going to be a minute you know yeah. um before i know for me i'm when when it's when it's lifted i'm not going to you know go to coachella if coachella is happening <laughs> you know i'm like not happening or yeah acl you know if it was happening the very next day i'm like i'm not gonna do that you know yeah uh which is understandable um yeah but dude yeah. it's a weird time like this is this is crazy like what we're living in this time i'm i just wish there was like i was telling my wife I wish there was like z zombies and stuff, so we could actually <laughs> yeah. go out and do something. Like have an axe and like totally, dude. It. I started watching uh, this show called Z Nation, which I would have never ever started before, but for some reason I just feel like watching apocalypse shit. So I've been watching this show called Z Nation. I just I'm thinking the exact same thing. You, I want a badass bat that's outfitted <laughs> with with hooks on it and and spikes and you know some sort of cool outfit that's rugged, but sophisticated you know what i mean you know a couple couple uh disciples and and just you know mad max it right like i'm with you dude like zombie land style exactly that's what i was thinking man i'm like instead of being like cooped up in your house couldn't we be fighting like the virus with a, a bat with barbed wire and like yeah a silencer gun or something i don't totally, know totally totally man it's let's just good god dude i honestly my mind kind of you know you talk to people, you think, well, that could never happen. I don't know if I'll ever say that could never happen ever again in my life. Because at this point, I, I've been saying that for months. That, that, that could never happen. That'll never happen. They'll never cancel South by. They'll, they'll never shut down the country. Like, what? They'll never do. Everything's been happening that I, that I kept saying. That, that'll never happen. So at this yeah. point, I, there could be zombies by August. You know? <laughs> I don't like it. No. <laughs> like, I'll be yeah, ready, though. Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody, but I hope so. I yeah. Because so. <laughs> yeah. I'm freaking totally. bored, man. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Dude, your your thing would have to be, your guitar would have to become a weapon of some sort. You know, you can play it and it's a weapon. Like, I don't know how hey, you would do it. Isn't there a movie? Isn't there like a movie where, uh, there, there is a movie, I can't think of it, where they they bring a guitar case in, they open it up. And oh, Desperado. Desperado, exactly. Yeah. Fuck yes, exactly, yeah, dog. I just Fuck carry you. like yeah. I just carry like a, a guitar case around. It has like machetes and like <laughs> yeah, totally. and all that stuff in it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, dude. So cool. You got dude. This would be hilarious. What about a TV show that was about a band that stayed together and still tried to tour during the apocalypse and played shows places? And you followed the, the, they were called, I don't even know, the Z band or something. I don't know the zombie band. I don't right. know what you would call them, the undead. Uh -huh. uh, you know, that would be, that would be, that would be kind of hilarious. Like follow them on their, on their struggles while they kill people, but then also play gigs. Right. You know, like, I would totally watch that. <laughs> can you imagine trying to bask during the apocalypse? Like, 
<laughs> exactly. Like with the zombies. Too. Totally. Like, that that trying would to, be trying to get some a tip in your bucket and you got yeah. an asshole trying to <laughs> yeah. eat your brains. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh shit, dude. Yeah, man. This it's crazy. almost like it's I mean that's that's sixth street, right? Yeah. <laughs> It kind of is. Uh, it kind of is that way, man. To be honest with you, you know, some it's so funny because some people you talk to don't. They don't really act like anything's going on. They're just like, well, you know, I'm still doing what I'm doing. You know, I'm going here. I'm going there. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. You know, I feel like that's few and far between as as the days go by. But there's definitely still people just acting like no big deal. Dude, is, there's no. totally people. I see it. I mean, even we'll get out, we'll drive just, you know, to get the heck out of the house. Yeah. Not go anywhere or get out. We just like drive around. And yeah, there's there's still people all over the place getting out, no mask, no nothing, just yeah. doing their, their normal routine. And man, I, I, would, I, I would advise those people to please, for the love of God, stay inside so we can get over with. You That's know? the thing. We exactly. get back back to our normal lives you know yes we're all ready to no nobody likes uh being quarantined at home you know except maybe hermits you know and, and right. in, introverts that are like this is the greatest thing ever uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they're just like oh sweet you know uh you know but you know honestly this is a weird thought i just had it but what about all what about people that are fucking like held being held hostage or you know kidnapped in somebody's basement you know what i mean they're fucked right now it's oh like God, they yeah. are fucked. they were already fucked but now they're even more fucked it's yeah, like cause, yeah because dude's not going to the store he's quarantining right now. yeah every they're just like ain't nobody here and he screams for sure now dude all i can think <laughs> is that movie prisoners you know oh, it's just like yeah. you know what I'm <laughs> like it's fun fact man like i'm i'm into all those types of movies even like like crazy horror movies too i have yeah upstairs i have a whole closet just full of like dvds of you know Donald you got Day. dvds I have holy shit kids <laughs> those are these little discs yeah. <laughs> not frisbees like yeah. what the hell oh. are frisbees totally dude. dude i come from uh you know vhs betamax days to be honest hey with i you. caught the tail end of that man yeah. like I, I remember having all my uh disney movies on on vhs yeah. lion king lion i still king. have a ton of vhs like the because i had a whole collection when i was i was born in 79 you know right at the tail end of 79 so i that was definitely my childhood was the 80s and yeah. i definitely had every fucking movie on record or you know every every album on record and every movie on on vhs that i could get cassettes i did move to cassettes as quickly as i could because you couldn't take records with you down the street so I was like, I loved cassettes when they came but, out. I was yeah, man, about and, it. Like, and, and I think those were like the glory days, though. Uh -oh. I remember I, I like Walkman, right? Like, did you ever I have, have a Walkman? Walkman. Yeah, yeah, with a CD. Like, I had the CD deal. Uh, I felt like those were, I mean, I'm so thankful for technology and what it's done like, sure. for my career. Like, that's, that's awesome. And I, I, I definitely am happy and thankful for that. But I remember those were just simpler times had so much fun like got out of the house rode your bike scraped your knees like you yeah know, it was a different going time to the, man to the store to buy you know a cassette yeah I, like, totally our, our cd like the cd i remember i bought um i was super into metal one time 
And, and I still am. I love yeah. metal, but I was like a serious metalhead. Uh, <laughs> you'd never know. <laughs> um, but I went and I bought, what was it? Uh, I think like Slipknot, Iowa, or some one of their crazy albums. And I just remember the joy of like going to like the, the record store yeah. and like Tower Records or something yeah. and going in there looking for totally that, that CD and you, our album or whatever and you find it and you're like yes and like yeah. buy it there's nothing like that like it's so not it is totally not like that going on iTunes and downloading it like, yeah you get not. you get it instantaneous like you had to drive that album home get it home you know open rip it open kick the plastic you know and then you're also reading I don't know about you but I used to take out the all the, the time the inserts and read you know any notes the band left the lyrics um you know who produced the right who's writing the song and all that shit i wanted to know all the details uh any extra pictures they would have in there um you know yeah dude i'm with you dude like yeah it was some of the days so much um there's so much it was such so mysterious uh yeah. which i feel like now it's everything's just so accessible like yeah. then it was it was so mysterious like what was true? What are they doing behind the scenes? Like yeah, what, totally. Even before they come out on stage, are they like flying in on their spaceship? Like, yeah, what are, what yeah that's a good point. Doing? That's a yeah. really good point. There was more mystery to the artist and you didn't really know much more totally, behind, yeah. behind them so much. You know, you just knew what you saw on MTV or the magazine cover or whatever the fuck, you know, they wanted you to see. That's all you saw. Right. And, and now, now like, yeah. I'm, now you got yeah. their Instagram. Now you can see homeboy buying bread and singing your favorite song. Like exactly. And that was like not an option with yeah. the Beatles with Zeppelin. Like, totally. Can you imagine if a fucking Beatles had Instagram? Like, that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. yeah. It's just like eating chips backstage. Like no one. Like people will be like, "What the hell?" Like it wouldn't be the iconic gods that they are. You know, it's like if we would have saw that side of them, they would not have the success that they did. But totally, did it's a, you know, honestly, man. Like I grew up, you know, internet for me came a part of my life like as an adult. So we barely had internet in high school. I mean, it was for rich kids, really. And if you had it, it was super slow. You didn't really use it for anything. It's not like you used it for school. So, you know, I mean, I grew up pagers and cassette tapes, dude. Like, just a different time. And even then before me, you know, different time. But it, it was, there was something about it, dude. You, you knew people's phone number back then. You knew, you just knew things. And you, it was different. It, there, was, there was less option. And the, le the less things about it, you loved everything individually more. But now what I appreciate is there's more options. There's more availability. Right. You know, now there's, you can hear artists from all over the world, a gazillion artists. There's a million things to listen to. And that is great. But at the same time, it can be diluted and you can miss out on a lot of stuff. And you move on very quickly from things. I mean, I remember back in those days, you would listen to the same album forever. You know, you would rock it. You would... That doesn't right. really happen now. You're sort of, you got playlists, you're mixing it around. You, you know how long it took to make a mixtape back in those days? You exactly. would spend three or four days. Like it, it was, you'd have to listen on the radio and wait till the DJ fucking finished talking, first of all, to get that intro to the song and then end it. And you'd have to wait all night for the song to come, you know, just yep. to get it that way. Like it's just, I mean, and where's radio now? Exactly. I know. And you know? all the things you're talking about, like I used to do it's crazy. I used to do that. I had to like my boom box or whatever. And I would wait 
And so yeah. that song came on and like a sublime song or something. Yeah, I'm like, totally. Yeah. Totally. And then, then I'd catch like the, the, the DJ talking and I'm like, yeah. Oh, damn it. Yeah. You would be pissed at the DJ uh, for fucking talking over that shit. Like, you just know? shut up, man. Yeah, I'm just... trying to record this song. <laughs> yeah. totally. But no, it's so crazy, man. Like I, I remember, I, and I'm so, I'm so glad I came in, like, like I said, at the tail end of everything. Yeah. I, I was born in, in uh, 88. Yeah. And like, we were still, there's cassettes, CDs came, started coming around, but we would still go out and like my, my dad even had, I think his friend gave him a bunch of records and I pulled out um, uh, Houses of the Holy by yeah. Zeppelin. And like, yeah. We had a record, we still had a record player and I like put that on and I would listen to that and I learned like uh, Over the Hills and yeah. and I sat there for like hours like playing it and like putting the needle back on that area. Oh, that's awesome. When did you learn to play guitar? When did you um, start, when did you pick that up? I actually picked that up uh, when I was 13 years old. So I, I started playing bass when I was, was eight years old. Oh, um, Jesus. Wow. Yeah, my dad's, my dad's a bass player. So I wanted to be just like him and, and basses were all over the house. So, yeah. so I was, you know, I'd pick him up and, and he would show me some stuff and I fell in love with bass guitar. But then he would have like band rehearsals at the studio. And so I would... Um, I've, then I started falling in love with the drums because it was like, you know, you like you get that. to hit yeah. stuff. Like, <laughs> and so I started playing drums at at um at the age of ten. Wow, Jesus, dude! Jesus yeah. Christ, dude! Fucking hell! That's crazy. So, uh, in fact, um, is I played the the bass, the guitar, and the drums on on this new uh, project. So. What you're hearing on um love right now is is really you're playing all the uh, no shit jesus mm -hmm. dude the only holy. only thing i didn't play was um the keys yeah I didn't play the keys wow i wish cow. i knew how to play the keys man i mean that's but. just another animal right even if you kind of know how to play the keys you still would rather bring someone in that knows how to slay the keys you know right yeah because uh, i'm I, I know chords like i could i could get by with with the chords sure like, my chords but like yeah you need someone to come in with that B3 and the roads and just like yeah dude you know, the like beginning to love right now dog just with the keys right coming in right did you I'm, I'm guessing that you maybe tried different ways to begin that song oh sure we started I started right. with uh, guitar yeah just like, uh, which I do um for acoustic stuff you know yeah because I have to but we started <laughs> with just, like, just like a yeah which was cool, um, sure. but we kind of like, you know, weighed out the two and I'm like, man, the roads on that just sounds way- it's It like, is you know. tight as fuck, dude. Like it sounds so good when it comes in like that with your voice, but I remember the first, the very first time I heard, it, I thought, oh yeah, I, I guarantee you, he tried that different ways until that one just hit and he was like, oh, that's it. That's money right but totally. There. Like, we even tried coming in, uh, having everybody come in, are having the the full band yeah like, full the, I, I say everybody and i i I'm yeah <laughs> yeah all myself all right joe it. you ready i'm ready joe you ready joe okay cool let's do this guys um, yeah <laughs> but we tried that and uh it was like my buddy sean 
Jenkins. By the way, I gotta gotta shout, give a shout out to him because he's the guy that did the keys and he brought the songs to life, man. Yeah. Because before that, they were they were there, but he just like put all these different colors in it, and, yeah. and man, he he brought them to life. So thank you, Sean. Um, uh, but yeah, we so we tried coming in, you know, just like drums right away. Yo, feeling yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just tried a whole bunch of versions. Um, and that was the one that stuck because yeah. I, I felt like to come into that second uh, verse. Yeah. Everybody. It's the build, the build up, dude. It's right. it's it's beautiful. No, I felt it's... that we we accomplished that with the the just the climbing of everything with that song. And production wise, I I, I always love love that type of stuff. Anyway, um, I love how the Beatles, you know, how George Martin always did that with the Beatles. And yeah. It's, it's, there's where, where did you record um where did you record that song or all these songs i guess uh, i recorded everything at, at my house really uh, damn yeah. dude you're getting some great sounds even your vocals yeah all, yeah all my vocals and uh but i had my buddy um benjamin levy he mixed everything yeah of course so it makes a big difference a, yeah it's like i i yeah can't take a lot of credit for yeah, <laughs> he, was, he made it sound really good. Yeah, <laughs> I just mic'd it up and I was like, "This sounds pretty cool." Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then he made it sound, you know, way cool. So him and then uh, Charlie Kramsky uh, mastered the um, the whole thing. So yeah. if I didn't have that team, I mean, I I know you know that thing like you 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 pay people the people that know what they're doing you pay them to do their job because they're great at yeah how to do it myself. so i'm not good at mixing not good at mastering i i know my mic placements i could do that um but yeah i was like you're, you're not was, supposed to know that you know what i mean I don't, you, you don't waste your time on that shit write a new no. song you know what i mean write a new song right that, exactly. that's like yeah and so that's why i was like man i'm i i was going to dive in because i'm like you know because with this, with these songs and with this new project and this EP coming out in June, I wanted it to be so personal uh, that in my mind, when I first started it, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to learn keys. I'm going to learn how to, um, and I won't learn how to master because that's just going to take too much time. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to learn these things so it could be so personal. Uh, and so the keys thing got thrown out the window really quick. I'm like, you know what, Sean, my friend Sean Giddings is just gonna kill this, and I'm, I'd be an idiot not to have him play totally, all these songs. Totally. So he brought him in, and then my my buddy, um, I tried mixing, and every mix I just thought was a piece of shit. So <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I don't know how to mix. I was like, even taking classes, and I'm like, I don't have time for this. I want to write songs. I just exactly. want to record them and then give them to somebody. Exactly, dude. It, it doesn't uh, make it any less personal for you to outsource those things. Right. It really and doesn't. And that's what uh, that's what I found out. I started searching for people. I would give them the the project and what it was about, and I would see how the reaction before I, I agreed with, because I mean, I could have, I could have given, you know, the money, cause we raised funds for this project. I could have given like that money to anybody, you know, Got to you. the best producer, okay. best, best uh, studio, best whatever in town. But for me, 
I wanted people on board that understood the, the vision of yeah. this. So they would, invest in it, right? You wanted right. them to invest emotionally in exactly. it. Exactly. Cause I, I was, I, I'm definitely, they're, they're going to get paid what they're worth. And I, sure. I believe everybody should, but I was like, I'm not just going to give someone that just wants the money and sure. is going to do whatever. And so I, I would pitch this to them and see their reaction. Cause I pitched it to a few other, uh, Sean Giddings was like in the bag right away. He's a good friend and he's like always excited about everything that I'm doing. So, <laughs> and he's like, he's the one of the best. Um, but like when looking for uh, mixing and, and mastering and stuff like that, I, I just wanted to, to hear like the, their reaction, the response. If it was first like, yeah, cool. That sounds great. I charge this much an hour. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to use that guy. Yeah. And then yeah. like, I'd go, I keep doing it until, cause I have a bunch of friends in the, you know, in the music industry. So I'm, I'm like talking to all my buddies and, and no hate towards them. They're just trying to make a living too. Sure. But for my, this specific project, that's how I wanted it. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so I found the guys that were like, dude, this is amazing what you're doing. This is, a, you know, to get that message out there. I'm totally on board. Let's meet up and talk about it. Tell me more. And I was like, okay, that, that's, that's. These are the guys you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, that's, dude. That, those are the guys. Yeah, because it's such a, it's such a special. Um, what you said, there's a big uh, inspiration behind this project. What is that inspiration? Right. Uh, so my wife um, was diagnosed uh, in 2013 with, with UC. It's called. Uh, it's ulcerative colitis. Um, it's an autoimmune disease. Uh, oh gosh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, man, it's crazy. But it's a an IBD um, inflammatory bowel disease as well. So she she fights she battles with that. Um, there's like 3.1 million people in the USA that that battle with this, and it's one of those things they call it like the the invisible disease because they look fine on the outside, but on the inside, they're just like, you know, hurting, hurting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so this yeah. past September, she, um, she fell super ill with the disease, a, a bunch of ER trips and, um, you know, and she lost about 24 pounds, 25 pounds. She doesn't have oh my God. Lose. Yeah, She couldn't get out of bed. And that's not my wife, man. She's like a, she's a go getter. And she, you know, she hates, having to, to just lay there. She sure. likes to work. She likes to do her thing. And so it's that whole month of September, I kind of reflected on like our love and the, the trial we were going through and, and how far we've come and like how, and then once we got over that, that whole thing and she started the road to recovery, it was almost like this, this, all these songs of like love and pain and, and defeat and triumph and like, what we were, were going through uh, during that time and, and, and after that time and reflecting on, cause we've been together for 15 years. So like we started, wow. I started reflecting on all of those years too. Like, yeah. you know, and so I started writing these songs and, uh, and that's kind of how like it all came about. And I, and I was just jotting them down. I didn't want to have, I, I didn't think of having a, make it having an EP or releasing anything. I was just like writing my feelings down, you know? Yeah. And uh, which usually a lot of the time there, 
I start with a guitar, I start with a riff, but this time it was, it was lyrically, I was just writing, you know, memories down, feelings down, uh, you know, and stuff like that. So eventually after she was, she got well and we started getting some treatments and she started, you know, she's better. Um, thankfully, I started thinking about maybe I could use this project to bring awareness to Crohn's and colitis uh, and kind of work hand in hand with them and like release this this music in this message and kind of get that out into the world because it's 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 spawned from you know inspiration by her and who she is and kind of honoring her but also bringing awareness to this disease yeah. called Crohn's and colitis and also just to people who are are maybe battling that like you know a depression or that you know just just letting them know with these songs that you know there's you can get through it like yeah. there's there is a light at the end of the tunnel there's a thing you just have to fight and there's people uh surround yourself with people um for my wife it was me that i that will care for you that will be there for you that will uplift you and and she did that for me as well because I, I battle with you know depression and stuff like that as well and so those were i want that message to get out into the world like to bring awareness to crohn's and colitis also let people all the underdogs know like hey this is your these are your songs these are you know this ep is your ep put it on and listen to it and let the words you know speak to you during a time that you're not feeling too well or you know you're not wanting to to press on in life like listen to these songs yeah that's awesome man you know because look you're gonna write the songs anyway right you're gonna write music anyway so it might as well have such a powerful message behind it and i, I actually to be honest with you dude this is very responsible of you as a songwriter because again you could just write you know love in the sky you know hi hi goodbye you know what, whatever bullshit yeah. uh but instead you know you, you decide you know what I'm, I'm gonna make a difference with this music and and try to help people at the same time so i think that's awesome man thank you man yeah and that that was the thing too is when we got out of the cloud and i'm like you know what i want to bring awareness i'm like yeah of course like us as as artists and creatives like we we have a platform where or people listen and they want, you know, they want to hear and they want to be a part of the things we do. Like, why don't we, you know, why don't we have a message? I think, I think not all, you should, not all the time should we have a message. Of course, music is everything, you know, it's, right, all, exactly. it's, it's all, it's everything. Yeah, exactly. But I think there are those times where you, maybe, yeah, you should, uh, you should use this platform to, um, you know, to, to put a message out there that you strongly believe in or that sure. is affecting you personally and you think it could help uh, others. Like, why not, man? Like, it's perfect. Absolutely. I mean, that's what music, people use music to heal wounds, right? To feel better, right. to escape, to let loose, you know. Right. People mu use music for everything, you know. So it, it absolutely is, it can, can be a tool to help somebody move forward or cope or get through a tough time i mean that, there's probably not a person on the planet that you couldn't talk to of like you know oh you you broke up with somebody what was the music that got you through it because you, you know there's going to be something oh i listened to totally. this album you know that fucking you know homeboy got me through this or this band got me through that you know it's crazy right. um what music can do for you
So yeah, it's, it's, it's a universal language, man. I mean, it's personally, it's, it's gotten me through some, some dark, dark times, you know, and, and I want to be that for, for people too. You know, That's I want to, awesome. I want to put that message out into the world and, and, um, have my music speak to people and heal people and get people through like music is done for me you know that's awesome. so this this is like i i mean i have two other eps but i feel like this is the one where i'm like okay this is who i am and this is who i want to be as an artist and this is the, the type of stuff i want to do and you know yeah. the type of music i want to make um i feel like i've i've come uh to find who i am as an artist, I'm glad it's this, this, uh, project, yeah. you know, uh, with this message, I'm glad this is like, I feel like this is the, like, welcome to the show, you know, Joe James, um, <laughs> this is it. Yeah. yeah. Introduction yeah, to is, Joe James. This is right? the, yeah. This is the intro. Yeah. This is the introduction. Like I, I feel that this is the one, this is the introduction to who I am and this is what to expect like from here on out. You know, yeah. I feel like the other two, of course, you know, finding myself and and they were great and I had a good time and and they're great songs. But I feel like music for me, when I release something, I really need to be a hundred and a million. Songs and those are the best EPs and albums. The artist has completely poured themselves um, you know, into, into the, the song. Yeah, absolutely. Like, those of are course. The best, Cause you could feel it. And that's my thing. And that's always going to be my thing from here on out is I want people to feel my music. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. I, I love that dude. And you can, man, you can, every song I've heard of yours has passion behind it. I can just tell you've put a lot of thought in time and energy into the songs when I hear them. And I, and I, as a listener, appreciate that because it's genuine it's there's nothing better well most people not everybody but most people can appreciate someone being um what's the word i'm looking for like sincere mm -hmm. you can just tell when someone's legitimately thinks what they're saying or singing about you know yeah. you, you can just tell and when it's not sincere or genuine it doesn't work, you know, like Millie Vanilli, right? It just, it doesn't work. You can't, right. you, you can't fake it. I mean, it only goes for so long. I mean, boy bands, right? Like, even though I love some of those songs, because there's some, there is some great tunes written there, but there's really no emotion behind, because you, someone else wrote that, they're bringing it, it's, it's for a different purpose, right? So those type of music and that type of songs, even though there's a place for it, it's not, there's no, there's nothing genuine or sincere about it, to be honest with you. Um, I totally feel it, man. You know? That's that's the type of. I mean, I want to listen to th that music that is genuine. People yeah. that aren't trying to be something they're not. Like, yeah, I like I like that, and I think it for my first EP was a self-titled and Midnight Dealing, which I loved. I think Midnight Dealing was super funky, and it oh, was dude, cool, that song is so fucking good, dude. The video is great too, by the way. Thanks, man. That was, Killer video. That was me trying to act <laughs> dude you did great like i didn't know who you were right like think about it this way i had no idea who you were that's literally my first impression of you was seeing that i thought you're a star i really that's you come across cool, as man. you know confident i'm rocking you know you just you come across that way so 
if Thanks, that man. if that's anything to you you know no it is definitely it, it seemed yeah, legitimate I, like with that stuff I, I i definitely um i put everything i put myself into everything but i feel like it wasn't as much as like this new yeah like, totally new songs like i yeah. feel even though midnight deal and i felt like the groove and like the, some of the cool riffs like the, Like uh, fantastic riffs, I, I, I'm so, so proud of all of them. Um, but I feel like my whole entire self was not yeah in it, yeah. you know, like yeah. with this this new project. So totally, I'm excited. I'm so I'm excited and very nervous with something like this. Um, I'm you know, be, I'm being super vulnerable. So it's like I'm putting my heart and my complete whole heart and soul into a song yeah like not hiding anything like this is what happens this is how i felt i cried when i was writing this like i had so much pain i was angry when i was writing this i was you know like that i was joyful when i was writing this and like i'm not i'm not holding back any of the emotions yeah um for the song so i'm excited and, and nervous for for uh for people to hear the rest of it but love right now is very very accepted in that warmed both my my wife and i like warmed our hearts man we were just so excited that that everyone just they loved it and it spoke to them and that's exactly what we wanted especially yeah. during the time you know it, it's killer dude the way the song uh starts the way the groove it's got it's it's and i'm sure you've heard this comparison all the time and i'm not saying you're him i'm just saying the first artist i thought of when i when i heard you was gavin DeGraw. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, it was a, it was okay. a very, very first thing I heard. And cause I fucking love that guy. Like I remember when he first came out back in the early two thousands, um, you know, I used to live up in Philly at that time when he was big. So he would tour around uh, that area a lot. So I actually used yeah. to watch him live quite a bit. He was amazing dude, but he had his, I used to think that guy had one of the greatest voices I ever heard, to be honest with you, because he has a fantastic dude, his songs. Right. Songs yeah. Right amazing too. they really are he, he's yeah. got he's a great uh pianist too i mean just a great musician uh, as well but um that that's when i heard you that's what i thought passion i can hear passion and energy and there's a soul to the you know it's very bluesy there's a soul i mean obviously that's the those are the tunes but it's, yeah. it's there it's not fake like it's it's real dude you can i'm, I'm it's glad, killer man. dog that's good to hear i mean i'm glad you you're you're picking up on that because that's exactly what what I want. I mean, it's I I am putting like yeah. me into yeah. it. But look, also don't don't be afraid of this, Joe. Like your your job as an artist is just to put the music out and cut it off from there, dude. You you can't right. control how people take it. That's you cannot worry about that. You got to right. let it go because yeah, some people are going to react like me, but other people might go. Fuck that shit. That's the worst thing I ever heard. And that's okay. You can't please everybody. Right. Now, and now, would I, now, would I say that guy's a fucking idiot? Yeah, I would. I would say you're a fucking idiot, dude. You know, whatever. But it, you, that's not your job, right? Your energy right. should just go into creating more things. More things. That's, that's why I tell chefs. You know, I'm a, I was a chef for a long time and cooked for a long time. Like, you can't get attached to the food. Yes, I'm, I'm glad that you'll come and tell me what an amazing dish. I, I loved it, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I really don't care. If, that, right. if I could be frank with you, because I'm not waiting for that. I'm moved on. So right. I made it. I gave you my best. 
if you like it or not, that's, I can't control that. So exactly. I, I let it go and, and you enjoy it. You, you, you decide what it is to you and, and I'm done. That's great advice, man. I mean, and that's, it's, it's hard. I know advice I because know. like, you want to be like, you know, it's, it's true. It's the, it's the absolute truth and the truth hurts sometimes, but yeah. like sometimes you, because you're so emotionally attached yeah. to all of it, you know, um, it's hard to, to put it in the world and then just go, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's, it it's is. out there. You like, you hate it, whatever. Like, yeah. uh, I think I learned that um, on the voice. Uh, and that was, you know, just, that wasn't too long ago. I learned that you, you did what you did. Some people are going to love you. Some people are going to write some kind of funny, but like nasty, <laughs> nasty stuff on, on YouTube, you know? Yeah. And I actually, like, I went on you and I probably shouldn't have did, done this, but I you looked at the comments. I looked at the comments. I would have too, bro. You were on the voice dog. You should, you success dog. No matter what anybody writes, that's a success to have just done that. Right. And there, I mean, there was a mixture of like, there's uh, obviously with anything, I think, but there was a mixture of awesome comments and then ones that were like super hateful, like me. What are some there's hateful a, ones? Come on, come on. Let's just laugh at them. Okay. Fine. So I, oh, I know I, I think, man, I loved it. Um, I love there that. There was one. What, what was it? Oh, oh, okay. So I sang Lenny Kravitz in it. In a, Which you in, killed in, it, in a, by the way. You, you really did great, dude. Like, thank I you, man. I was blown away, dude. Like, how are you not nervous as fuck? Like, oh man, I was totally nervous, but I have to, there's a disclaimer. It's like, I, and I'm not going to go like completely because of contracts and all that stuff, but I would have picked another song. Yeah. That's all Got I'll it. say. Got it. You know, Got it. Uh, I would not have done yes. that song. Yes. Anyway, um, I got it. Well, they probably got a books, uh, music that that's released that they can get releases for. I don't even know who knows, right. but yeah, anyway, there's a, yes. They, they, uh, I love the voice. I love all those people. Um, they were fantastic to, to me. The staff was great. Um, show and they want to get Emmy awards yeah. for TV, TV, reality TV shows. So, yeah. um, but I loved, I loved every moment of it. It was cool. But yeah. So, basically the the comment was uh unfortunately it is over for joe james yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i love that and i mean i literally just thought that was the best i think i commented yeah. on it because there was a whole bunch of other mean ones like, <laughs> But I was like, okay, that was really good. That was so funny. Yeah. That was I comment on from my YouTube onto that. And I was like, I got to give it to you. That was really funny. <laughs> dude, that's really, see, that's, that makes me think you're really fucking cool, dude. Because as a listener, as a fan, I would think, you know what? That's a guy that I want to support. He doesn't take himself too seriously. He can take the good with the bad and realize that those comments aren't anything, you know, you, right. you know what I mean? You don't know those fucking people. Like they're no. going to say stupid shit no matter what. Dude, people, people, you know, think The Godfather. There are people that think The Godfather sucks as a movie. There are people that think Picasso was a horrible artist. There are people right. that think the earth is flat. I mean, we could go down the line here. We go, yeah. And you I mean, know. my biggest thing, like there, there are people, and I'm a huge Beatle fan, and I've heard a bunch of people tell me how much they hate the Beatles. Oh, yeah. There's people flash. that think they, they suck. Like, what are you talking about? You know? I agree. And, and, but... <laughs> 
but like uh, you know that's the so, taste yeah has their preference man like yeah you know, yeah. probably think i'm crazy for lo- loving the beatles you know but yeah that's the comment man uh, i think that's great <laughs> it is over for joe james <laughs> Oh shit! Honestly, man, and like knowing my personality, that would have been the first thing I did was look for the negative comments because I love shit like that. Like yeah. I'm all about what what roasting. I love getting roasted or roasting people. I'm actually that's kind of how my friends and I are. We're always, you know, pushing each other's yeah, buttons if we can. You know, it keeps you light on your toes and it makes sure you don't take yourself too seriously. That's well, the can. key, like, right? That, that, yeah, exactly. I mean, you. You really can't. I think in like this industry too, we can't take ourselves like we can't take ourselves too seriously. It's almost like when you get to a point, it's like the fans you and like it's almost like they they uh, you know got this lump of clay and blew life into it, and then that lump of clay goes around they're asking for blue M and M's on the radar, or, you know, writer, you know, and they're like, like shut, you know what, like. It's, Calm down. Totally, like, dude. So, yeah, you can definitely. Like, so keeps you humble. You got to stay humble. People can exactly. see that. People can see that, and that again leads to sincerity. You know, it's all life's too short for that, man. Like, it's have yeah. a good time, bust each other's balls. Like, yeah, I agree. Dude, look, you you got some some of the most amazing artists to say such amazing things about you, dude. And you got to sing for them like in person and you didn't, you sang it beautifully. Like I know for sure me, oh my God, I would have fucking just shit bricks. Like I, I would have not handled that yeah. well at all. Um, And you know, I heard what they said about you. I mean, it's just amazing. Let's see, Kelly Clarkson was on there, right? Mm-hmm. She's from Texas. So you got a Texas native, right? Which is awesome. Um, John Legend, uh, who were the other? judges um gwen stefani gwen, and gwen stefani blake shelton blake shelton right and they what did they say let's let's just go so um they basically they they chopped a lot of this stuff up because yeah. I, I spent a little more time on that stage and than uh what was uh, televised sure um, sure that makes sense so i think they only aired what i think what gwen said and what john said um which john said i had you know, my voice is, was great, lovely to listen to. He just thought that the arrangement of the song, you know, wasn't um, what he wanted to hear. Uh, and at that point, there's there's four days of audition. Uh, and on the fourth day, if you get, you pick the short straw and you go on the fourth day, they've already got half of their teams filled by that time. So, yeah. um, so you go up there, because who knows if I went on the first day and sang that song, I probably might have gotten chair turns, um, but unfortunately, I was on the fourth day, and you know, dude, you made it there, bro. You know what I mean? You made it, Pat. You, dude, it's like there was, there's a lot of auditioning before that too. Absolutely, man. I can't even. I there, how does that work? Yeah, on. how does the um, how does that work? There's, there's a uh, there's a process. So you'll do casting auditions. Obviously, it's a show to try to cast. Um, make it past that you go to producer auditions and then you're still kind of in uh a phase where you can still get eliminated that yeah. you have band rehearsals and wardrobe and makeup they'll see how you work with all of that if you get past that then you start prepping for the um the blind audition. um and so you have to you'll 
you go, you fly out for the producers, you fly back, and then they'll fly, if you make it past the producers, they'll fly you back out and you have to spend a whole entire month uh, there prepping and getting ready for the, the blind audition. So a lot of vocal rehearsals. And that's, that's one of the things, there's two things I was very thankful for. Um, well, three, I was, for the whole experience, because not a lot of people get to experience a, you know, a, a show at that caliber. Of you know? course, dude, absolutely. Like, it's like a well-oiled machine, man. It's, it's super cool. Um, but the people I met, that was a big thing for me, is like the, the friends and the artists and singers that I met that I'm still friends with, like, that was awesome. And also, you have, you have, like, these amazing, coaches and at your not not the not the celebrity coaches but like actual vocal coaches yeah uh you're learning from at, them right at your yeah dispense. like you have them like people that worked with beyonce and like Fuck. so you go and you ask them like okay i i had trouble doing this and like they're like oh well try this and you're like yeah oh my god now i can get into my mixed voice i never could do that before like that's awesome so they're like yeah and try this trick and try that trick and yeah, drink this when you're, you know, when your throat is dry or yeah. know, take a shot of olive oil and like you lube your whole vocal cord. And I'm like, I would have never known any of this, you know? And so that was, that was really great to experience that. But like the whole thing, I, I was super thankful for it. Um, God damn it. I forgot your, your original question was like, no, that, that was basically is, it. You know, right. how, how you, you know, just the process. This is all that. That's basically what I'm asking. You know, I know, you, you know, like shooting a million miles. An oh, hour. dude, it's yeah. But they, uh, they had some great things to say. Like I said, they, they cut, cut up a lot of stuff and Gwen Stefani was really nice. And she said, you know, unfortunately it's the last day I live one spot and I totally would have picked you. Callie said the same thing. Uh, she said, but we already have someone that's similar to you on our team. Um, and then John, they aired everything that John said. Um, and Blake Shelton also said uh, that he was like, I totally, I think these guys are crazy. Like your voice is great. You're awesome. Um, but he didn't have any, he already picked yeah. everybody for his. Um, so it was, and then he, he, I guess when they did another interview, he said I, uh, that he loved my voice. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, they were super cool. I only got to see them for that specific time. So yeah. they try to hide you away so everything can be kind of genuine and special sure. um, when you see them. And it's That's almost cool. kind of nerve, nerve wracking. Yeah. And it's almost weird when they turn around and you're like, yeah, almost like a <laughs> spaceship just turned around. You're like, oh, holy crap! What's funny is they don't. What's funny about the concept is so the idea is they just want to hear you, not see you. Okay, they could just close their eyes. What the hell is this? All we got to take chairs and turn it around. I guess just cinematically, right? It, TV it show, yeah, it's cooler. Yeah. It wouldn't just be like their eyes just pop open, like. Yeah, can you imagine <laughs> if they had like they had like uh you know, the things over their eyes to the blindfold. Like, yeah. And they're like, Oh, Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> it just wouldn't be the same. Right. Just bags <laughs> over their head. It just pulled the bag like, off. Yeah. Oh, all right. And yeah, it totally wouldn't be the same. <laughs> yeah. But I was, you, you were talking nervous. That was, those were serious nerves, man. Like right before the, those doors open, you go walk on the stage. Oh, I can't even imagine dog. I've really. never felt that type of, um, you know how you you watch like some of your favorite 
musicians and, and bands before they go and play in front of 25,000 people at, or whatever at Madison, Madison Square Garden or whatever. And you see them like breathing deeply and like jumping up and down. And I understand that because there's a certain, there's a certain thing that, that your body and your mind is feeling like of the impor- importance of, yeah. of what you're about to do. Yeah. And how you're about, because there's 500 people in that audience and four huge A-list celebrities <laughs> yeah. that are listening to you. And then your mind also goes, oh yeah, and millions of people are going to watch this. Totally. So totally. you start, you like get these nerves and that now I understand like what people, what they're feeling before they were, you're about to, that, that's performance could ruin your career if you get up there and screw it up like the bands like if metallica got up and did said something terrible our dixie chicks like they say something terrible yeah. in front of twenty five thousand people oh, i don't think it's terrible but like they say something you know that ruins their career so it's like a scary thing. yeah i mean for twenty five thousand people um and wow. that's like what if i do something that's just going to like ruin me. You know? Yes. Oh and so it was, it was so nerve wracking that I was shaking. Like, Oh, I you're bet. Like, oh, you're like, why am I, why am I, why am I shaking? Like, it's just <laughs> the weirdest thing. Man. And I talked to every, everyone and they were like, yeah, was it that weird? Like we all have played a million shows. Like, and then the doors are about to open and your body just goes into, are they, they call you by the doors. You're like, Oh, you're going to be going on. And like, so just stand right here and these nerves just hit you and they don't hit you until it um, happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dude, I can't even imagine, bro. I mean, I really oh, just can't, but it was kind of, I mean, I, I thinking back, I love that feeling. I'd love yeah. to feel it. Again. Of course, like, of like, course, of course. Are you allowed to try out again? How does that I work? I was asked to, I was asked to do it again uh, for the, this uh, season coming up, but um, I didn't want to, I, I have, this project and I have a lot of things that I, I want to focus on. And I feel like, um, I feel like when I did it, it took, I, I had so much momentum happening here in Austin and was building my fans and friends and supporters that were coming to the show. And then I just went on a huge hiatus. Yeah. And I, I felt like I did a lot of hard work before then. And of course it could have like, you know, it could, yeah, I could catapult you dog. Right. But I'm like, I just want to focus on this. And cause this, I, I didn't really care about it as much. And I wasn't super passionate about it as I am about like the Austin community and, and like, you know, my music and like my actual music, not people writing for me. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just an, an independent artist, yeah. you know? And, and so I want to really uh, hone in and tap, into that and, and build my brand, how I want to build it, not how, um, you know, somebody from Universal Music Group wants to build it, you know? Well, dude, you can do it your own, you know, to, to think of like, um, so a good example that I use for other artists is like Bob Schneider, and Bob's been on the, on, on this podcast, actually, and Bob, awesome, and, Bob, and Bob is all independent, man, you know, he's his own record label, he's been releasing his own stuff, it's all Bob. You know, for for years. I mean, we're talking twenty years. He's been doing that, and that's that's. I think that's the best way to go. And I 
That's the way the music industry is moving. Yeah. It's moving towards that. You can anyway. be your own. You have your own YouTube channel, your own shit. You don't need anybody, right? Like, essentially. Right. And that's the thing is, I mean, and I've just started getting into this mindset. And, and I don't care. I, there's, there's a secret to it. But I don't, I don't mind telling everyone, like, artists that are coming up, talented people, that you have to approach it if you want to get to Bob's status or you know people like that you you have to approach approach this as a business and as a brand and build it and capitalize on that and and, and learn the business side of everything um as well as hone your craft i mean you could hone that but also like learn the business of it all and and approach it like a business if you want to build yeah uh, your career you absolutely know? absolutely so important i think that that's smart looks so much it totally gets overlooked, man. Like learn. And also I say this all the time. You're going to sp have to spend a lot of time and a lot of money on this. It's not just going to happen because you, you're like, Oh man, like my, my new single just dropped. <laughs> Everybody go listen to it. It's like, no, hire PR and have them put it on like American song and have them like, you know, and have your thing go to, cause I can promise you right now, this is not just me. There's a team that I, I, I don't have the ability to do that. So, and I know people have the talent and ability and to do things like that. So you hire those people to do those things. So for me, I don't know PR in, in marketing. So I, you know, spent the money and, and have the money, but I'll get a credit card or I'll try to raise funds because I, I'm passionate and I believe yeah. in this art. So I wanted it to be heard and I want the message to get out there. So I hired people that, that, can help me do that you know absolutely that's, that's a smart times, a lot of times people just the artists just want to to drop their single my yeah. singles coming like a week before my, my single comes out uh, you know april 10th everybody go download it <laughs> it's gonna go to number one it's like no it's, it's not it's not gonna go to number one dude <laughs> it's not gonna go to number one and so like I was like, for me, I was, I was completely shocked to, to have charted on, got to top 10. Totally dude. How crazy is that? Dude, that was like, that shocked me, but it wasn't, it was of course the music, but I had to hire people in, in the Martin, like, you know, it, it was everything together. It was a great, together. a great song. They, they had something good to right. work with, right? You gave them right. something good to work with. It's that simple. Exactly. Like he couldn't record into your iPhone and send it to him. And I'd be like, Oh yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah. You know, top 10, this will be top yeah, 10. Yeah, totally. Um, but that's the thing is you have to get a team. Like you can't do, you cannot do everything by yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, you'll have to spend the money, spend yes. that time. Um, and, and that's a kind of okay, dude, because in a way it keeps the industry going. The music right. industry is more than just the artist who plays. It's the guitar tech. It's the guy who fixes guitars. It's the guy who rents out the space. It's the guy who does this. It's the guy who does art for, uh, you know, album covers. It's the guy who's the photographer, videographer, right? Like, totally. it, 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 so it's good to use these people because it's what keeps the whole industry going. Like, Exactly. There's, there's nothing wrong with outsourcing. It's, 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 we're all in it together. Exactly, man. You said it like you, the, the train doesn't go like the, it doesn't, we're not going down the road without the car doesn't move without all those parts. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, I could have a great song, but 
I need someone to do this. I need oh, someone yeah. to, to mix it. I don't know how to do that. I need someone to master it. I need yeah. uh, someone to do the album art. I need PR to, to push it. I need, you know, you, you have to, if you believe in your, th this is the thing. If you are passionate and you believe in your, what you are doing, that doesn't matter. You'll do everything. You'll sell shit. You'll like, I do that. I, I've, yeah. I've sold stuff to, to have uh, like, you know, PR to, to record a single. I've sold a guitar to do that. Or I've, you know what I wow. mean? Like, like I've, I'm passionate to get, I'm passionate enough to get it out there and I want people to hear it. So I don't care. I'm like, I'll put it on a credit card. We'll figure out how to pay it. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I want this to be heard on a bigger platform instead of me just doing a story saying, Hey, I'm dropping this, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. That's my single tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It's, I see that so much, man. I'm like, uh, yeah. oh, guys, come on. Like just, but that's the thing is, I mean, I think you have to reach a point where you are so, so driven and passionate about your message and your art that you, you have you figure out any you you start to hunt the hunt out those 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 avenues that are going to get you to that the point of, of getting to a broader audience sure so for me i learned that uh this past year is like i need i need to do that i can't just release a single there has to be things leading up to it there has to be pre release stuff there has to be post release stuff there you have to be you know working towards uh something so this, this single even though it went really well, there's another single coming out too. And then there's the big, you know, the big EP with all the songs. And that's the reason those singles were, were yeah. Bread yeah. Crumbing. You're, you're bread, bread crumbing it. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so that's, that's how things need to be approached. That's marketing. That's PR. Like you need those people. That's yeah. my advice. You know, if you want it to get heard, I mean, if you're not wanting, if you just wanted to release music, I mean, that's cool too. I, I'm not going to hate on that. If you're just like, I just want to release stuff and put it, but then again, like why, then why are you releasing it on iTunes and Spotify and all this stuff? If you're not really wanting it to get heard. Yeah. That's a good point. You know? That's a, yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Spend that's the time, point. spend the money. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I write, I write a lot of songs, but nobody ever hears them. Like I just play them for myself here at my house, you know, I have recorded a lot in the past, but, um, you know, th those days are way, way beyond me. Um, so now I still play music. I mean, I still pick up my guitar and play, but again, it's just for me, literally for me, me, right. me and me alone. And I'm happy with that. It's, yeah. it's the reason I pick it up. Like I need to pass a couple hours or I'm feeling a certain way, you know, what? give me that guitar. Boom. And then it's out of my system. And that's cool. what the guitar is for me now. That that's what I use that tool for now. You know? Yeah, man. And that's, and that's great. And, and like, you know, some people, they need that. And that's almost like the thing, like you said, you, you need to get that out. And it's yeah. like, it's, I feel good. I, I'm playing guitar and then I immediately feel, I don't want to do it anymore. I mean, it goes from, I'm in, yeah. done. I mean, it's so quick. Yeah, I'm done. Like, right. and I'll be have played a couple hours and then it's just an instant I'm finished with it. Uh, but the same instant that I feel like doing it, I do it. You know, I just, right pick it up and walk around with it and play. And, and when I'm done with it, I'm done with it. It's a selfish reason. I don't play for anybody. I don't put on shows. Don't ask if I'm at your fucking house, don't hand me a fucking guitar and ask me to play a fucking song because it's not going to oh, fucking man. happen. Like don't fucking do that shit to me. I can't stand that. I don't want to see that guy 
whip Here, out the guitar and play, play free bridge for me yeah exactly can you play brown eyed girl you know you're like yeah god, god damn it <laughs> like shit you know it's like dude nobody wants to hear that right now now if everyone's like yeah bring out your guitar play a song then maybe that's different if you're you know you got your own originals and i'm sure you have played some you have done that occasionally you have to feel the moment right you've got to you gotta feel the moment it happens then you do it it's nothing like getting that pressure from some randos like play a song i, I, I don't ever do it like yeah if i'm at a you know a party or an event or a, you know you're like i get paid cousin, for this shit now so a birthday party and they're yeah. like oh joe's here hey i got this guitar it's first act at totally, walmart dude. like can you totally. play it you're gonna play a few stop play happy birthday i'm like, no i'm not gonna do that people always ask me to cook dude so i get it people always ask me to cook and take care of shit you know so as far as that goes which most of the time i to be frank with you i don't mind uh anymore because now uh, you know i had a food truck in austin for a long time so i ran that here for five years so during those times there's no way in hell i would have cooked for you i would have told right. you to fuck off come to my food truck and spend money and then you can get my food but uh, you know, I didn't feel like it because I did it all the time. But now, yeah. I I'm on the other you know I'm on the other side of the industry now. So now I I look in at the restaurant industry. So now I I'm back to loving cooking. To be honest with you, I'm back to yeah, That's no cool. problem. Let's let's it's just it just because you're cooking for a few people instead of you know 500 people. It just right. it, it sort of takes the it's kind of got to be like a musician playing in a cover band night after night at some place and just kind of maybe feeling like they're losing their soul because all they really want to do is play with their real band, you know, and their real shit. It's probably the same feeling. Uh, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I would totally feel that man. And fortunate enough to just play in original bands. And then now just do my, my original, like solo stuff, of course, with some covers here and there, but I always, the covers always sound like me doing the covers, you know, instead yeah. of, like a cover band, like I do, like don't let me down. Though. Oh fuck! So don't let me down. You know, and I I do it like that instead of the Beatles version. Dude, um, that's like that's good. How I, that's how I take like all of my. When I bring a cover, I have to really love the cover. I have to make it into my own. Those are um, the best covers that I love, though, are when an artist takes a song and makes it their own and it's got their twist to the cover. Because sometimes I might I might even like your cover more than the original. Yeah, dude, I feel that same way. Like, I, I feel um, like Joe Cocker. Yeah. When he did, the, like, some songs or some of those old songs like Cry Me a River, like, I... I don't want to li listen to the the original version because he did them like yeah he crushed it so much better than yeah so and yeah. like there there are people like that where you're like man i don't even want to listen to the original it's, it's kind of like with some of the bob dylan tunes um you know like you hear some of, of these people cover his songs uh because i know yeah uh, that's a good point that's a Susan good point Zesky does that um what is that uh Ain't no use sitting wonder why, babe. If you don't know by now, ain't no use sitting wonder why, babe. Cause it doesn't matter anyhow. And she does that one. Yeah, and like, that's if awesome. you heard Bob Dylan sing it, which I love Bob Dylan, but he's like, 
Ain't no use in one wild baby. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know about that. You know, uh, which I love I love that too. Sure. Like, sure. You hear, um, you hear those like uh those it's different, like, right? It's a yeah, different it's a interpretations it, of, of their like of what how they felt when they how they yeah. feel when the song is like is the coolest thing and sometimes it's it comes across a little better than the the original version there's even um you know i i um so my mom is from uh, mexico city so i grew up speaking two languages in my household and cool. so we would hear a lot of spanish music uh but also we would hear a lot of music that was american music but but translated into spanish so that you know a mexican band would take an american song and do it their version of it dude and there are so many great songs that i love the the mexican spanish version more than the original it does something about like hotel california is a great instant now i love the original hotel california by the eagles but the gypsy kings have a version that is famously in oh, the yeah. big lebowski that song is amazing and i love it way more than the original you know um, Dude. it's just, there's some songs like that. You know, I love when another culture takes the song and just fucking, you know, yeah, I, I love that some. type of stuff, man. Like, I just love hearing their version, like their take, like I said, how they are interpreting the, the lyrics yeah. and the feeling and like what they're getting out of it and to, when they express that it's, it's a whole different thing. And, and sometimes you're just like, man, that's like, I, I, I'm, I can listen to that verse. Like I can yeah. relate with that one. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel with like the, the Joe Cocker versions of some of, of those songs. I'm like, God, he just. I could never sit down and listen to the original because of that. You know, because he just slayed it. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like that's no. that's music. What did BB King famously say? Right, everything is lost, bor borrowed, or something. Or I don't know what what was it. I don't oh, remember yeah. his. Uh, like I, that. I, but he, he's absolutely right. Like we're. We're basically just taking from each other. Yeah, it's everything stolen uh, or borrowed or something like that. Like right. every everything musically. Um, it's true. Yeah. I mean, there are finite, you know, a guitar is finite, right? There's finite notes. Um, can, can they be arranged infinitely? I, I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist. I don't, I don't know math very well. Uh, but, you know, the, it, it, you, you, you know, I mean, if you learn to play guitar for a little bit, you realize that a lot of songs use a lot of the same chords and you can play, there are a few chord progressions where you can literally play a thousand songs with that same chord progression, you know, totally and, true, man. And, and cover bands do that famously. They'll play, they'll just roll in from one song to the next, you know, they'll play parts of a bunch of songs because they're showing you it's the same beat, same chords. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 No, we, we can just put it all together. Um, so, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's just, there's only a certain amount of colors and look at artists right with how they put it together so i to me that doesn't bother me um no, me to be honest man. with you because a song is more than a chord is more than its chord progression you know a, a song is more than that so yep. you know speaking of songs dude i know you got your guitar there not to put you on the spot but we would love to hear something man i mean everything you've sort of teased us with uh, sounds amazing um, um well, i don't yeah, know what I do you mean, think what do you think I'll I'll leave uh, I'll leave y'all with the with the new single "Love Right Now." Fuck yes, um, that's what I'm talking that is, about. That is out on iTunes and Spotify now. Um, we hit the top ten in the blues charts, so 
I think we're out of it now, but that's okay. But <laughs> it was there and you have proof there. of it, right? right? Yeah, exactly. I took like a sque- screenshot right away. It was there for like two seconds. <laughs> but that's I mean, awesome. yeah, I would love to, for everyone to, to just, you know, go download that song, stream it and, and just listen to the, the lyrics and, and let, it, uh, let it soothe you during this time. I mean, actually during this time and just, uh, you know, let the, the words kind of um, relax and heal you and, and, and help you to understand that we, we do need love like now and during yeah. this time, especially like show your love, show that love to, to people. I see a lot of people online saying they're going to, to drop off groceries to people that lost their jobs. Like yeah. this is perfect. Like love, yeah. love needs to be shown right now. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, this is the, the new single love right now. It goes like this. Hell yeah. You're feeling like bad days are falling from the ceiling. The pain inside your mind is never healing. Said, baby, I've been right by your side. Ooh. I see you. I said, love is not a thing. I will show you. Don't you? Wait until there's nothing to hold on to, babe. Remember what you said that night. Yeah, yeah. Said we won't need any love when we're gone. Keep strong with your song. Cause life doesn't last very long. We won't need love when we're gone. Christ. So good, dog. That song is just so good. I'm guessing 
the first, maybe the first thing, was it the verse that you, was that the first thing you came up with when you, or was it that melody? Well, I'm curious, just write it, like writing um, that. Yeah. Um, the, the, so the verse wasn't the first thing. Uh, the, I think the melody from, for the verse, yeah, it was, but. You were just like, nah, nah, nah. And you were like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, the oh, there's something was, here. Right. The chorus was the, the, the words that, that were there before before the entire song before the melody and the chords and everything yeah it was that that saying uh we won't need any love when we're gone when we're so gone love right yeah. now yeah um, got it and that was like super impactful like i said my wife was the one that she was like i want you to show love today right now yeah. you know don't don't wait until i'm i'm gone to 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 start showing your emotions emotions coming out uh when i i can't be there to receive them yeah. You know, and they're not going to matter then. I mean, maybe they'll matter to you, but to me, they're, you know, pointless. They won't matter. Yeah, I'm absolutely. And so yeah. it's like, it's so, such a true statement. And so, yeah, the, the, the chorus, the lyrics and the chorus, but the verse was, was the thing that came uh, first. It was, it was the guitar part of the. Yeah, I could just, I could just totally see you, right? You know, just like, oh, wait, oh, 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 wait a second. There's yeah. something here. And then, yeah. then I started riffing with with melodies yeah. and the the verse came and you're like came. september oh okay okay what well, right okay better okay okay i got better? it yeah september? yeah i yeah. got i know i know what it's like like and yeah. i love those moments when you're songwriting where you're just like oh shit oh oh okay let me let me build on this, this oh oh funny you know. thing about this song uh is we had we had most of, we had all of the songs for uh, um the ep and this wasn't on it and so oh, wow yeah and so i was and i have a habit of doing this because i write songs you know and i, I was just like <laughs> i was writing more songs which you shouldn't do while you're recording <laughs> I, like you have your songs for your sure. record and you're like these yeah. are the songs and you're like oh shit i have a this song it works so much better than that song so, because but, you're always most excited about what you're currently writing and you start to think the stuff you wrote before isn't as good when in reality that's not the case at all that's what happened with with uh that's what happened with with this one was like i i started writing this and there was a song we were going to put on it i forget what it was called um i just have it in the archives but like this was just so much better than that. I'm song. so glad you decided to put it on, dude, because it is it is really just a great fucking tune, dude. Like not to blow smoke up your ass. Like it is just a Thank really you, just a great written tune. I mean, it's just that simple. Great melody, great hook, flows together well. The production sounds amazing. Your voice sounds fucking killer. Like it's got a great message. It's got it checks every fucking box for a fucking great song. <laughs> like that you could possibly want. I mean, that's the truth. Thank I you, mean, man. it's repeatable. You can put it on repeat. Like you can just hear it over and over again. Like that's a big thing to me with a good song. I can just, I'll listen to it. You know, people are going to tire that song out. I mean, that's what's going to happen. They're just going to be like, so, man, because I know. want that message to be, hey, my dog came out. <laughs> <laughs> my dogs do that shit too. That's why I closed the door. They're out here whining. And I'm like, no, motherfuckers. Y'all will ruin my shit. Come here. Yeah. Okay, let's say hi to the dog. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's a star of the show. He's gonna oh. come, here. come here. Oh, little puppy. 
I love it. Uh, my kids are my dogs. Oh, hey, little puppy. Oh, good boy. Good boy. <laughs> Beautiful. That's the about being at home and doing interviews. At home. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. Are you kidding me? But those are the mo those are the real moments that we want to see. You know. Right. Exactly. Uh, we the ones we couldn't see with Led Zeppelin and DeVito. yeah. <laughs> true you know that's a great point you made that at the beginning of the podcast i'm not gonna let that go like it really is a great point i never no. really thought about that it's is a, that crazy man it, it is a it is a funny thing like i wonder what the beatles would would think of like if they were to pop in, right now into you know time machine and they'd walk out and be like who who the takashi six nine what the fuck is going on right now you know i know, just, john, I know john have a lot to say right <laughs> just be like yeah. what the hell is happening you know, know <laughs> well, look, man, um, you know, thank you so much for taking the time today, Joe, to just, you know, open up with us, man, and be vulnerable and, you know, talk to us about, you know, the journey that you've had and, you know, some of the stuff you've been through. And, um, you know, I, I for one, am, am, am a new fan. And I know a lot of people listen to this are going to be new fans um, of yours or and current fans, you know, that, that, you know, maybe they'll learn something about you that they didn't know before that that's usually what I try to do with uh, when somebody comes on, if they do already have fans, maybe they'll learn something new about you that they didn't know. So yeah, man, I just really appreciate you taking the time. I know it's difficult right now through, you know, through everything yeah. that's going on. So yeah, Patrick, man, thank you for me. I mean, uh, this is great. I, I, I had fun. I mean, this is, it's weird that this is our life right now and everything's, <laughs> I'd rather, you know, be in, of course, dude. Podcast, but I mean, it's almost like you're. I'm meeting so many new people because of this as well. Yeah. So it's it's great, man. I, I mean, thank you for having me on. This Absolutely, is, this dude. Cool.